Hello, hello, sales fellows. Fastest way to learn sales podcast number 66. Welcome to the show, guys and girls, and let's start the conversation. Today's show is, once again, same as usual, a motivational quote followed by the main content of the show. And the quote that I'm sharing with you today is by a sales leader, a motivational speaker, and a very renowned sales trainer, Mr. Tom Hopkins. And Mr. Tom Hopkins once said, begin by always expecting good things to happen. Let's repeat. Begin by always expecting good things to happen. We talked about this positive projection in the last episode. Isn't this so true in sales? To start with a positive mindset, positive projection, and imagining the sale, right? Imagining all the beautiful, nice outcome of that conversation, of that sales conversation. That's what Tom Hopkins is talking about. Now, today's topic is once again, positive projection. However, it's about re how do we apply that in retail sales? And I'm gonna get that main one big objection in retail sales that we get. So if you're in retail sales, it's gonna be, there's gonna be some great value coming your way. Uh, if you're not in retail sales, still you can stick around to learn how to handle this most common, simple objection that we always hear, and and maybe we use it too, um, and you'll get value and you can probably apply it to your sales role. So before I get into the main, main content, I wanted to ask you guys all, have you ever thought about this? Um, who is the biggest competitor of Walmart? So Walmart has so many retail chain locations, right? There are so many physical locations. Who is eating their market share? Who's getting their market share? Who's beating them to it? It's not Costco. It's not Target. Believe it or not, um, Target did not even survive in Canada for maybe two years or less than two years, and they were gone. It's not any other retail chain that you can physically visit. In fact, it is the modern leader, the giant of online shopping, Amazon, that is taking everyone else's market share and growing at a rapid speed. So I want all you sales fellows to think about this. Why is Walmart losing to Amazon? So I decided to take a closer look, right? Online shopping and retail sales, right? Let's take a quick look. So when I came to Canada about 15 years ago, re I was in retail sales. My plan was to store open retail outlets. I did some retailing for about six, seven years. But at that time, guys, it was super tough to get into retail. Um, first of all, there was a, always a waiting list for you to get into a temporary lease even. Uh, leasing a spot was hard to find. There was all the good spots were taken. Malls, forget it, right? Things were really, really different at that time. Today, we see empty malls. We see for lease sign everywhere, and things have changed. So when I walk into a mall today, and I'm like, hmm, this wasn't like this 15 years ago. In, in short little 15 years, things have changed in a big way. And so let's take a look why, right? So there is a reason why retail business is failing and why we see many of them close more and more month after month and why they lose to online shopping, right? Um, to just, just This is true for every, every store, but just keeping two giants together, Walmart and Amazon, so that the story can gel and you guys can understand the perspective here. Um, and this is completely my personal view that Walmart honestly has some big advantage, right? They, they, they have the physical store, they have the brand 
recognition. They have the brand following. They they get even the customers walking into the store every single day that can buy stuff from them. Uh, they have the sales team, probably the customer service team, whatever you want to call them, those guys on the floor to help and close the deal right away. However, still they end up losing to someone like Amazon, who doesn't have a single retail location out there. Nobody can talk to you. Have you, have you ever talked to Amazon rep, right? But you still buy on Amazon, right? So now I want you to ask yourself this thing, right? When I'm not talking about when you go buy tomatoes or potatoes or bananas or anything like that, those you know where they are. But let's say if you're in Walmart and you have to go to a difficult, an, an aisle that you usually don't go and you're looking for something very specific and you need some help, you need some help from some, some customer service rep, how would you rate that experience in Walmart? Right, that's the answer. That's how the retail business has done bad for him, for themselves. We stopped giving customer service as retail salespeople. We expected customers to know everything. I know online shopping has a role to play, but we are out there on the floor to close deals. And I know Walmart is not a sales organization, but they can be because they're losing market share. Now, what did Amazon do that Walmart didn't, right? Amazon made it very simple. Amazon made a search widget, go search anything you want, the whole list will come up, click on that product that you're looking for. And on that product, they also added reviews from other people, you know, one star review, zero star review, five star review, four star, anything that you want to read about that, you can so you can see what other people have experienced, right? So they added that to just a digital page on, on, on online. And, and you have people as on the floor, uh, for Walmart that can't even convert. So, so do you understand where retail may have failed? And this is just not true for Walmart. This is true for every single retail industry that we deal with nowadays. You walk into a store and, and nobody greets you. Nobody welcomes you. You feel like, you know what? You should not be here. This is not my place. Maybe I'm not the, not the target audience. I don't know what it is, but these guys are not even saying hello to me. They're busy folding, busy playing with their phone and stuff, right? That's what retail has become. So people go online and they they enter. And you maybe, you know, this is just a joke, but maybe life is pretty boring if you don't have any online orders to look forward to. Uh, that's just me. Anyhow, I hope you guys agree with me that, you know, where you where we see the gap we can fill and maybe maybe take advantage of the, you know, the weaknesses that we still have and work on them as a retail business. Uh, I'm not picking on Walmart, don't get me wrong. I'm picking on the retail industry that has actually let themselves down. So uh, now my sales fellows, uh, my tip of the day is how do we apply the positive projection in sales? If you are in retail sales and I'm sure as a customer I've done it, I'm sure as a sales rep in retail sales you've heard this, you see a customer walk into the store, you approach them nicely and they simply say, no, I'm just looking. And I'm just looking is probably the biggest objection in the retail industry. And you know what? They are just looking and that's fine. But the million dollar question that I'm gonna ask you retail sales guys, retail sales fellows in my, uh, in my community. Now, how do you respond to this objection? How do you respond back to, I am just looking? Do you say, okay, and just go back to the counter, start folding some stuff and play with the phone or whatever you guys were doing before? Or do you apply the positive projection? 
And I'm going to give you a tip on how to apply this positive projection, okay? So next time you get the just looking sales objection, I want you to smile. I want you to smile because now you're not thinking like a seller. You're starting to think like a buyer. That buyer has done the online research, has done the due diligence to find the hard parking spot and arrived at your store. So now you're thinking like that person who has just walked in, what kind of service level would he be expecting from you on the other side of the table? Okay? Because trust me, you're not in in just sales, in retail sales. You are in customer service business because you can actually see the body language of that, that customer. You can you can handle the objection and all that. So you you know, you start smiling. You're like, well, here he is, right? Or here she is. Now, if the just be careful if the body language of that prospect who has just walked into your store is a little shy, introvert, or quiet personality, then just smile, taking a step back, and just say, I'm delighted to have you with us. Look as long as you like. My name is Saqib, and if you would like some help, it will be my pleasure. And by any chance, if we don't have exactly what you want, I could probably tell you where to find it, or, pro or, or maybe even order it online for you. It arrives in X amount of days. Is that fair enough. Now, if that customer is like me, an outgoing personality, extrovert, friendly fellow, get your broad smile on, and you can judge this by most, mostly by their body language. You can say, congratulations. You have just found someone who is interested in helping you find exactly what you want. If we don't have it, I'll suggest a place or online destination that can solve the challenge. Is that fair enough? Okay, so what are you saying? Congratulations, you have just found someone who is interested in helping you find exactly what you want. If we don't have it, don't worry. I'll suggest a place or an online destination or maybe even order it online for you and solve the challenge that you're after. Now, is that fair enough? Is that fair enough is vital. Ending your statement with that, is that fair enough? To me, that is where the magic is. And why? Simply because when when we ask that, most of the most 90% of the time we're gonna get a nice person, um, because we're kind at heart and kind by default, and we're gonna say yes, and we're we're getting our customers to build rapport and they say yes. And you know when you start hearing yes in sales, your smile gets bigger, your paychecks get bigger, right? So is that fair enough is how you are going to end your sentence, right? And you, you're offering them something, some help, and asking them, is that fair? Not directly, but very subtle way, in a very subtle way. And guess what? They're going to say yes, and now we have built, built some rapport with them. And now you have that customer with you, okay? So... That's all for the day today, um, how to use positive projection in retail sales and how to handle this. I am just looking say, a retail sales objection. And um, I truly hope you, you found some value in this. And this is another key to selling. Like I said, this is first key to selling and we're gonna be discussing a few more in upcoming, upcoming episodes. Um, once again, begin always ex by expecting good things to happen. Uh, as Tom Hopkins said, and I, I appreciate your time, every second of it on this podcast. Please like, share, comment, review this podcast, and I will see you on my next show. Cheers.